How's it going everybody? We want to take a second to thank Coffin Curse Records for sponsoring this week's episode. Coffin Curse is a badass record label based out of Knoxville, Tennessee. And they want to tell you about their latest release, which is Orphan Riot's new self-titled album. Orphan Riot is a North Carolina-based street punk band, fans anti-flag, bad religion, and rancid. You can get their new self-titled album now at www.coffincursedrecords.com. Coffin Curse Records is also celebrating their fifth anniversary in 2023. Congratulations! That's awesome. Hell yeah. To celebrate, they're having a year-long sale bundle that includes three, count them, three of their 12-inch color vinyl LPs, 10 CDs, one cassette tape, and a whole bunch of buttons and stickers. All of that for the low, low price of only $40 plus shipping. That's a hell of a deal. Like, that's so much awesome shit for only 40 bucks. That's crazy. So with that, go to www.coffincursedrecords.com and see all of the awesome things that they've got to offer. Also, make sure to follow them on their social media at Coffin Curse Records to stay up to date on sales, new drops, shows, and of course, all the cool things their bands are doing. Thank you so much again to Coffin Curse Records for sponsoring today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. I'm your host, Patrick Tarnowski. With me is not my co-host, Matt Reed. Matt is out sick today, so it's just going to be, you know, me me running the ship, and that's okay. That's okay. I've done this before. I can do it. Today, we've got Russ and Devin from Ontario, Canada, pop punk band Rival Town. Friends, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. How you how you guys how you guys been doing? What's you know, what's going on over in Canada? You guys did you have nice weather today? Today wasn't bad. Today was a day to go out and pick up that dog poop in the backyard, man. Like that was a good day. Nice. That's nice, uh, nice weather, sunny, you know, after the winter, get a good run at it before the snow hits again. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Today today was forty degrees here and I blows yeah. my mind it was oh. yeah, we were like 41 mm. well yeah it's crazy yeah like well, you knew how to do that conversion well i said it in my car oh okay cool <laughs> i was gonna be like yeah it was like six or something today which is like yeah really <laughs> my, nice. my wife's half american and she only speaks like fahrenheit and stuff Drives right. me nuts, we, but us us Americans always making shit difficult, you know. <laughs> yeah, my ex was like that for years, and I still don't know. That's the one thing if it shouldn't fuck with me as much as it does, but the temperature conversion. I don't know why. It always I have no idea. Multiply by two or multiply by two and add thirty. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know how to do it because it's always just been like this this is just what I do. Yeah. It's not, well, it's Celsius here. I, you know what? I do Fahrenheit because it's my thermostat in my house. So if That's I'm, setting the, if I'm yeah. setting the the temperature for that, like I knew it was like six or seven degrees out today, but it's seventy one in my house right now. 
71 money bags. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's pretty warm right now. So, you know, I, I keep mine at 68. <laughs> if I had my way, mine would be 68. It's usually 70 though. Okay. Yeah. yeah I keep mine at around 68. That's, you know, I'm surrounded by girls. That's... I got a wife and two girls, so they hit the thermostat whenever they want. My my wife is surprisingly like just as intense about don't touch that damn thermostat as I am. So. Man, you hit the jackpot. I you know I really did. I, yeah, I really did. Yeah, there Great you go. Goes down at night because I like it cooler at night, but also it should go down more in general because I'm getting insane gas bills. So yeah, uh, that's what yeah, that that's a seventy one. That's what I'm saying. That's like, yeah, that's that seventy one right there. Come drop on, drop that man. down a couple and put on a second pair of socks, man. <laughs> and see like our bedroom is in the basement and so it's even colder down there yeah and, my, i'm here in the basement and uh see this this is what this is my in my garage oh. i uh i luckily this is that was the selling point of this house i had a uh uh it came with a uh second story two two stall two-story garage and i was like Shit. I don't even care what the you inside looks like. No. Did it hit the jackpot, man? That's what I want to do with my house. I want to put a second story on the garage. Yeah, we got we got lucky because we got this in a in a really great neighborhood and like oh in an insane price. Like it, I mean, I don't make like money. No, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So trust me, neither do we. We play in a fucking pop punk band, right? So. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did that too, and I just promote pop punk music. So, jeez, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it took it took a long time because me and my brother, um, we actually like it. It it came like partially done. There was a couple walls, but we like put some of the walls up, and then you know I carpeted it, and so it took years to like afford. <laughs> actually yeah. getting this room done just incrementally yeah it, it just it just took you know we just did, did a little at a time until it yeah. was ready to go and now this is the unsigned pop punk office there you I, go man that's how i'm building my car i've got a hubcap so far yeah there you go <laughs> the only place i ever owned before had like a had like a double long garage okay so I converted the back of it into like an extra room that I always wanted to make into like a drum room studio thing. This was like a long, long time ago. But yeah, man, something like if you have a place with a garage and you're not like a gearhead mechanic guy, you can do so many awesome things with that right. space. I am I know nothing about about cars. Like I know nah. Yeah, it's just like an extra couple of rooms and you like Oh, cool! It's a three-bedroom now. It's at least a five, <laughs> right? <laughs> and like being up here, you know, in Minnesota, it's like if we don't. I, I, I mean, I could, I, I can try and put the car in the garage, but I'm most likely just going to get snowed in. Yeah, so, no shit. where in Minnesota are you? So, so I'm actually going to put put this out because this is one of my questions. Uh, that I had for you guys or like things that I brought up. So, cause rival town, you guys formed in 2015 in Thunder Bay. Yeah. That's why I was like, man, you're from Minnesota, <laughs> which is wild because yeah. you are three and you were three and a half hours away from the U- UPP headquarters. We're oh, so up in Duluth. Duluth. Yeah. Yeah. You're in Duluth. Yeah. Hell yeah. Have, have any of you ever been to Duluth or so anywhere else? Times. 
Okay. So many times. Do you guys? Okay. There's a, there's some shit I forget because it has been a long time. Is Grand Marais right outside Duluth? Is that like? It's really about it's, it's about, about an hour and a half to two hours, kind of. Because I a lot of it was years and years and years ago when I was a sure. kid. And we used to go to a pizza place that I think was in Grand Marais called Sven and Oli's. Sven and Oli's. Um, that's that's the famous northern pizza place. Yep, and one of those two places has the Gunflint Tavern, which yep, um, I've been there as well. But like as a kid, I used to go there for like karate tournaments and okay and, and stuff like that. Or you know, you'd stop there for lunch on the way to Minneapolis, which is what a lot of people would be. Right. Well, that's a that's quite the hike, though. I mean, that's like that's like six hours then. Yeah, yeah, it's at least that. Yeah, no. yeah, because I mean, know. Minneapolis is two and a half hours from here so that's where we had to go for concerts when i was young that was the only that was like the closest realistic place what you didn't go to concerts in duluth huh <laughs> you didn't you didn't go um, to some folk music folk music concerts. i heard nickelback oh, I, played here I, once I, when i was a kid yeah i've been to duluth <laughs> oh god so was, did duluth have the miller hill mall yep mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah, still does. That. It's still kind of there. Yeah, I'm just thinking back to uh, things that I remember from from when, from when I was there, which was really mostly when I was, you know, I'm 35 now. I'm talking like 13, 14, 15 yeah. years old. Sure, sure. I actually just went to Grand Marais for the first time last year. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, me and my wife. Me and my wife were like, day. let's just go up up north a little bit and we'll spend the weekend up there that was the first time i ever been there i like it if you're in duluth russ have you ever been to duluth no okay so uh, let me tell you duluth um we're like the way down here now if you're like if you're let me see if you're from duluth there's really no reason to go further north (laughs) right okay yeah I mean, All unless right. you're going to Canada, like, yeah. Yeah. like, yeah. In which case, you're not getting the good part of Canada. Yeah, yeah, and like, because Duluth. So all the places that are northern of Duluth are kind of like Duluth as well, but like way fucking smaller and colder. Uh, no, Duluth is really cold. Really fucking yeah. cold. Because you know any because any of the places further north that you go are all also going to be on Lake Superior, so it's yeah, all going to be awful. always. Yeah, that's what, that's what Thunder Bay is. It's a small place, but it's the biggest one around. So yeah. it's like the capital of nothing. Um, <laughs> the capital of the border between Ontario and <laughs> Manitoba. Yeah, we're just we go um, east to Manitoba, and then we go south to minnesota but not really you know yeah i we've we've uh we've had a few different people from canada on on the podcast and and we've talked about how difficult it actually is to like kind of tour in canada because everything is so damn spread out yeah yeah or you get into southern ontario where everything's an hour away from the next town like your 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 six-day tour is six hours away from here that's why we moved here <laughs> that's why we moved from thunder bay down here is because we did that first tour and it took us two and a half days to get here and then we toured and then it took us three days to get home 
it it wasn't even close to worth it not even close so you guys are um so you're in saint Catharines now um sort of right okay well i mean that that's what all your stuff says so yeah yeah, yeah. well like everybody Um, yeah that's kind of like home base so where exactly is that like located well, an hour and a half outside uh, Toronto, south of Toronto. Okay. Um, between Niagara Falls and Toronto, there's along the, the highway there from Lake Ontario, right okay. at the bottom of Lake Ontario there. Pretty close to the border with New York and Niagara Falls. Okay, sure. So do you guys play mostly in Canada, or do you come over to the States at all to play, or...? Well, let me tell you. Yeah, and I, you you could talk about Duluth. I'll talk about America as a whole. Um, at least touring. Is it going to be negative? <laughs> touring. I'm here for it. from a touring side of things. We yeah. do most of the time. Well, I again, I'm a I'm the new addition to Rival Town, so I've right. been in Rival Town for a year, almost now. Um, and so any tours that they've done in the states before, I, I was never a part of. I know right now we want to, you know, we, there, we, I, where we practice is 15 minutes from Buffalo. Okay. So like we go the market, any direction you go south, you know, you're going to hit so many new markets, right? But you would not believe some of the crap you got to go through to get your P2 work visa in order to play the States. (laughs) So So you don't need to play in Canada, mind you. Yeah, no, you don't you even did, have to let, ever. I, let me tell you, you used to need a work per or like work visa to fucking do it before, because I know, because I've been kicked out of Canada and I was deported for five years. Oh like, no! Did it cost money to get it before? Huh? Did it cost a bunch of money to get it? Well, I, we never ended up getting it. Oh. <laughs> we got deported and never. And oh. in, in the last time, uh, so I was in a band called uh, Jamestown Story. And we all got deported from Canada. I still have my deportation papers somewhere. Wow. Um, And we weren't allowed back for five years. And the last time I went back to Canada, um, I was doing uh, the warp tour with Plug Your Holes. And so I, like, I, they had a work permit thing for me, but. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I never, I never went back with, uh, with the band. Well, it's, it's a bunch of money first. Then second, they want, you know, you, you want to show a lot of um, work that's going to be happening in advance to you getting your P2 work visa. So you need to contact promoters and contact venues and say, listen, I'd like to set up a date. Mm-hmm. And maybe if the government lets me, I want to come play a show. <laughs> but I can't apply to the government until I have a contract from you stating that we are going to do a show. So a it's worth like a year, 12, they basically it's one show per month for 12 months. Wow. And That's also, so basically the cost I'm, of it right now would be around. Well, it's 460 right now to do the package delivery. The, for the, I mean, for a band right now with everything with your union membership and, and stuff like that, you're, you're looking at about 1800 to two grand. To, yep. to do it um, a lot of that is american which immediately becomes actually closer to like three grand canadian um and now they have those proposed uh they want up the fees so yeah 250 percent yeah. 
but yeah, as of right now, you're looking at probably three, close to three grand American if you want to get all yeah. your get over there and play a bunch of shows to That's you know, crazy. I'm going to find a way. Yeah, it's going to happen. When when I did it, it was like 2008, and it was expensive then too. It was like four hundred dollars a person in yeah. like yeah. 2008. Like yeah. another <laughs> like, not great financial economic time so right making it even harder to tour absolutely gosh that's wild so how is touring like how was well to i guess how is touring in uh your area then in in like the toronto area do you go past that or yeah yeah we I mean we got so basically hamilton and toronto they're about an hour apart from each other and then london you've got two hours towards you know detroit area mm-hmm. um and then go east go to quebec um if it's still like Ju- july or august then maybe go into newfoundland but sure you know not for, after that for like if you yeah. like we've had the visas a couple times and we've done the u.s runs a couple times and um the, the one thing i want to say about touring the u.s is it's a lot better typically i find the shows are well better is maybe not the best word but i like the the u.s shows a lot they u.s shows tend to start a lot earlier tend to be mm-hmm. a lot more structured tend to be at venues that are more dedicated to putting on live music not sharing that with a with a um like a dance club kind of thing right well especially since you're over in, in like the east coast mm-hmm. you know that I know that there's a, like they're a lot more strict with that stuff over there. Like Minnesota, like they'll fuck around. Up, you yeah. know, like like yeah. we're so we're we're, we're so basically laid back. Canada. Yeah, we we exactly. You know, we're basically Canadians. You know, we're <laughs> so like so laid back. Yeah, um, you got the, the accent and, pretty much. Like, do you guys spell everything with U's there too? Or nope, no, you should. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like color. Seal, oh, no, no, we don't do that. <laughs> do you guys do that? Yeah. Or flavor. I thought Definitely. that was only like, uh, like over in the UK or like a, like a Europe type thing. No, we, we fuck with the U's hard. Oh, here. wow. Yeah, if you can put a U in a word, we're going to have it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> color. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Well, that's how you get the what in two word. Yeah. yeah, and I, I mean, you know, most like sure. to be fair, I think that like Oops. they do that over in Australia and stuff too. And so, realistically, once again, it's just Americans fucking shit up. All right, yeah. you know, it's just, <laughs> like everybody else is doing it one way, and we're like, no, we're Americans. Anything Australians do is badass. It doesn't matter. Like if they, right, it doesn't matter how they want to pronounce it. It automatically becomes cool if it, like an Australian dude's doing it. Fuck, man. Put a Q in color, man. You're going to make it work. Oh, let me tell you, just with Australia, I get submissions for the playlist like every every day, like so many. Whenever I see a submission come through that's from Australia, I immediately assume it's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. like Everything's good. Everything I, would is. Say, I would say eight out of like eight out of ten bands has been good. Like wow. good. And it's just like, and there's a band 
from Australia called uh, So So, and we've had them on the show. They're great. So I like good. that band a lot. So good. So funny. Um, so so good. And <laughs> and uh, we talked like it, it in like I when we interviewed them like there's not like Australia is not that big. You know, yeah, like it's no. big, but it's not that big. And like for that many, like just pop punk bands to be coming out of Australia, it's like, it's so are you all playing too. together? What are you doing? Yeah. They all have the same drummer for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. There's this thing about Australian people. Like, I don't know this for a fact, but they have, they have to have the highest self-esteem of anybody in the world. Like just naturally, like nobody from Australia thinks like his fucking fail at anything. Like, they're just, like I said, like, they're just naturally badasses. I'm going to grab a fucking they're, crocodile. <laughs> they're raised in this shit. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, just fucking wrestle down a crocodile and. I support it. Literally. Yeah. Like, nobody from Australia is fucking scared of anything. So, I think that, <laughs> that probably goes, that speaks a lot. So, we've we've done a lot of not talking about I'm Rival Town. So, we're going we're gonna to do that now. Who's Rival uh, Town? It's a what's this band I've heard of? Uh you recently released your latest single run on January twentieth. How's the response for that been so far? Well, for me, as a guy who's new to the band, mm-hmm. it has been exhilarating. <laughs> um I uh I've been getting I get messages from, you know, just acquaintances, people I know. Um, people, you know, even people that have like been like, "Oh, you still do a band? That's kind of dumb." And they're like, "Man, this <laughs> the song's great. It sounds awesome. It's a banger. It slaps, you know." And mm-hmm. and so for a while, I just started sharing all of them onto my story. Yeah. Every time somebody sent me one, or if they shared our song, and and a lot of people shared it. We got a couple drum covers out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, we've had three three drum covers. Yeah, awesome. I think three. I've seen two of them. So, well, there's uh. Maybe there's, there's only three. two. Or maybe there's two. I can't remember. <laughs> I think there's three. I want to say there's three. Um, and then just, you know, for me to be able to watch, you know, the numbers climb like they do. We've got a lot of different listeners coming in. Um, it's just been great. I mean, it's – I I'm super stoked on it. Yeah, it's been good. It's um... – Actually, it's been this song is the most exciting I've been to actually put out a song in a long time, which is what a lot of people say. But like, sure. I actually, you know, kind of like here. You actually mean it? It's, it's because I'm here now. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah, this is actually a song that I'm really excited for to see the response. It's been really nice. It's been a lot of uh, really positive response. That's awesome. I, get, I mean, this the song's great. So I mean, thank you. Kudos, and you you deserve all of the. Uh, good things happening well and it was a little bit different from you know the the original rival town sound but not veering too too far um and it kind of you know one of those little dip your toe in kind of thing and see the response and it's been great so very excited right on what's that probably gonna be some more coming oh yeah well that's what i was just gonna ask do you have any up any more upcoming singles or an ep in the works you can tell us about well, I know that I get demos from our singer Mike all the time with names that don't make sense. 
I swear he just looks at two different things and that's what it becomes. Oh, sure. um, I know what they are. You know what they are, yeah. You've had to figure out a couple of them by now, right? <laughs> a couple of them, yeah. A couple of them I could figure out what they are. Peach rings, I know what peach rings is. Yeah. Um, Apple Mac, good. I mean, yeah. we probably just looked at his computer. I've sent, I've, I've been writing demos like crazy. Um, Apple Mac also a strain of marijuana. Yes, yes. They're all usually <laughs> names of strains of marijuana. A lot of, a lot of the demos are named after that. Anyway, see, yeah. I when you when you said peach rings, I thought that was uh, because that's candy. also that well, that and it's also the name of the the Sonic the Hedgehog flavored um G Fuel. Damn, Which how do you how do how do we know here? what those candies are fucking awesome, too? Yeah, there how go. do we know what Sonic the Hedgehog tastes like? It could, I don't know, that G Fuel does. You'll have to ask them. That's a little that's a little fucked up. I don't think you're tasting uh, Sonic as much as you're tasting uh, the rings because they're peach rings. Okay, okay, on, get with it. All right. Get with it. Uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of there's <laughs> when I go to the grocery store in the states, which uh, I like to do a lot because I like to eat. Um, I'm often surprised by at least one thing that I see. You know, like Cardi B flavored chips. I'm like, what the hell is this? That's weird. I expect to be like chips. That's yeah, I saw Cardi B's face on a bag of chips in Buffalo, and it, it said Cardi B flavor. I, I figured they were like wet and still whatever, but just soggy <laughs> oh, chips. No, I had a like no, I had they were called wrap snacks. They were Wiz Khalifa, fucking right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. were so good, man. They were, were they? So I, see, I didn't even try them. I didn't even try them. I saw yogurt with like a Twix topper on it once too, and I was like, "That's just too much," you know. Well, we love to be fat here. That is like our that that's the American dream. Rival Town is the heaviest pop punk band, but not sonically, <laughs> physically. Metric ton. I don't probably... even think. I don't even think that's probably real realistic. I think. I think there's probably a few. That I can think of off the top of my head. I do like that about being in the U.S. though, man. Like the biggest burger size of my head for like nine bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Steak and Shake was my jam for a long time. Steak and Shake is great, boy. Yeah, oh yeah. There's steak burgers. We will derail these conversations, and that's okay. Um, like, that honestly, way. I don't want to get too much into food because that's our that's a that's a later topic. Oh, that is shit. a whole. That's a whole part of the podcast, guys. Well, don't think we're gonna run out of things to say. <laughs> no worries, no worries. So you've released a plethora of music since you started an EP, two albums, and seven singles. Of all the music you've released so far, I guess Devin, this one probably goes more for you because Russ is still new. But you can answer too, Russ. You, you sure. go for yeah. it. Uh, of all the music you've released so far, what song means the most to you and why? I don't think that's going to come as a surprise to too, too many people. Um, for all of us, uh, it's the, A New Normal is the song that we put out that uh, um, Bryce and Jared are our uh, guitar player and keyboard player the two brothers and uh they lost their mom to brain cancer in sure. 2017 uh so the entire album uh use those hands is pretty much about that entire process but a new normal was directly focused on that um 
so that's definitely of all the songs we put out and we've done quite a few we're somewhere up like 15 16 music videos or something like that so um mm-hmm. that's without a doubt the one that means the most and still has a big spot in our set um there's other songs that are fun but that's mm-hmm. the one that definitely for sure is always going to mean the most Un- the one who pushed the one who pushed for me was that was a song that got me like seriously seriously amped on rival town like i i've been watching rival town since oh man when did colder come out i think that's the video i saw um, oh that's a bad video holy shit that's a bad video <laughs> um, um it might have been see-through i can't remember i was on the... maybe because yeah if you went back and i think we actually might have pulled colder down it was okay that was see-through was good though see-through that was yeah good. The, the first time I saw that video, I was where everybody is when they're watching videos. I was in the bathroom and uh, I was like, holy crap. I'm like, this is a wicked video and this is a wicked song. I'm like, I need to know more about this band. I've never heard of them. So then I do some research and it says they're from St. Catharines. And I've been playing music for 20 years, been in bands for 20 years in the St. Catharines area. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, kind of know every band that's around and I'm like, this is not a band from St. Catharines. So <laughs> <laughs> turns out they were, I learned the story of what, you know, them moving down. And then um, I think it was just shortly after that, that um, Bryce's uh, Bryce and Jared's mom passed. And, you know, I heard that and then useless hands. Every time I listen to that album, by the time I get to that last song, I'm like crying with the guys. You know, so I've I've been a fan for a long time, and uh, the one who pushed, I was like, this this song right here is right up my alley. You know, it's got the little bit of the heavier edge to it, mm-hmm. and then obviously run because well, run's the uh, first one out with me involved. So yeah, which is which is exciting. You know, so like all it's... I had to do was not a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you were talking about that too. There's a like part of a new normal, um, and what it meaning meaning so much to me as well too is when we first moved down here. My mom had cancer, um, okay. and she actually survived and made it through. Um, so there's a lot of that that gets tied up in the emotion of what happened with Bryce and Jared and everything with that song, um, and yeah, there's, there's just there's just a lot with that song for sure, um, for sure absolutely yeah i mean it's it's something that sticks with you forever you know sure yeah so what were some of your biggest influences when you decide first decided that you wanted to be in a band and since then have they changed at all um for me one of my the biggest influence first concert i ever went to live it was under oath, Norma Jean, beloved, wow, and dead poetic, and dead poetic, nice. and dead poet, dead poetic had just put out new medicines. Okay, and they hit the stage and it slayed. I immediately bought a shirt and an album, and I think I listened to that album probably for a year and a half solid straight. That was like my everything. That was everything musically that I wanted to do. You know the energy the. And so that was huge for me. And then it kind of started to slow down a little bit, you know, as I got older. Um, And, but I'm still a heavy, like heavy music guy, 
at heart. Um, but then Newfound Glory. Oh yeah. Also, so it's like the two like so good. Like Deadpool. It's not like necessarily crazy heavy, but sonically it is different. It's, it's cool. Like that's yeah. a that's a cool choice though, because you're not gonna get a lot of people that say dead poetic, like for real. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a pretty deep cut right there. And, and there's a band called The Wedding. Okay. Um, and they were out of Arkansas. And if you get a chance to check them out, they got an album called uh, The Sound of Steel. It's a little five song EP when they got their their second singer, who is from the band Letter Kills. Those guys kick ass. I'll check it out. Yeah. Devin, what you got? Um, some things that sound cliche, but because they fit perfectly into my age and, and the fact of, of, of how it shakes out. My brother so, was... Whatever honesty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a... My older brother six years older than me, so I was always a lot of what I got into and a lot of what, you know, a lot of my formative years were just based off of what, what he was doing. So... Um, a lot of Green Day, a lot of mm-hmm. Offspring, a lot of Rancid, a lot of Nirvana, which I don't listen to now, but was just so big at that time and was such a big part of that. Right. Um, I was like seven, eight, nine years old when I was listening to this, but my brother was 14. Um, so he was listening to it all the time. So it got me into it. And then I found that, um, so much of it I actually really, really, really liked to the fact that, you know, going way back to day one green day has been and always will be my favorite band even if i don't listen to them that much anymore it's like what got you i agree into music right like we're not talking about favorite bands right now right yeah no it's i mean the only reason i said like has what's changed is there anything that's like super like influential to you now that's like changed your like sound or your writing process at all like anything like that but no i mean for most pop punkers, you know, like at, at least age 30 and up, it's, you know, it's, if it's not Green Day or Blink-182, you're just bougie. Yeah. Well, exactly. And then that fits into <laughs> when I, when I got to be 13 or so, that's when Enemy of the State came out. And that's when, like, I'd already, li- my brother listened to Blink, so I listened to all the other stuff. But when they came out with um enema of the state that had travis barker on it i was like holy fuck and i was right there with really wanting to become a better drummer so that was like the perfect challenge like a record at that time to be like can i play all of this so yeah like it the the formative bands because i was really young at the at that time so it's, it's yeah, too bad days. you uh it's too bad you didn't get started you know at like dude ranch or Cheshire Cat, because, you know, Scott Rayner is a lot more attainable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I heard it all. I loved, I loved, I guess it would have been Dude Ranch, because, like, Untitled and, like, the original anthem yeah. and mm-hmm. all, all of those and, like, Dick Lips and all that stuff. I used to listen to um, playing these, like, side-scrolling uh, fucking DOS games or whatever, right? MS DOS. the good old old days and those were like on a ghetto blaster while i was playing when when we got to the day where we could play the music and the games on the same oh man i mean i've got i've got dude ranch on cassette tape like i'm there like 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 actual when it came out cassette tape (laughs) my first cassette was no doubt tragic kingdom oh no doubt 
dude, yes. right there. Like all that, like when we had you guys would have MTV, but much music, like all of it, like oh, much music was great, man. Fuse, like, Alanis Morissette, or Presidents of the United States of America. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, all of the stuff that was like, if you wanted to listen to music, you put on much music or the radio, and that was right. it. Mm-hmm. Fine. And then you change the channel to the weather network every time fucking U2 came on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't go searching for music. Music found you. Yeah. In that time. So. Right. I remember um, the very first cassette tape I ever had. This is going to be a very deep cut and it is not punk related in the slightest, but I still have it. Um, is. Uh, crisscross, totally crossed out. That's I don't know. Wow. I don't know. I don't know if you remember that, but oh yeah, I thought you were gonna cool. say a Weird Al album for sure. I really thought you were gonna say. Weird I Al. no no. It's like with the. I have really weird things that got me into music. Like the thing that got me into wanting to be a musician was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles t- um, coming out of their shells tour. They made they did like a a, a tour with like where they're all in like their suits and stuff and it's like 80s rock and it's what dude look it up on youtube i brought this up multiple times on the on the podcast before look it up on youtube um no i know what you're talking about i'm trying to think of what it's like what 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 the song is called uh like count on us look that up game changer right there like that that made me want to be a musician yeah (laughs) That's awesome. There so, were so many of those tour, like TV show, movie character tour things in the late eighties, early nineties. Oh yeah, like not necessarily Disney on Ice, but that sort of they, idea of you mean the Wiggles, dude? Like Wiggles the 80s, or Muppets? Or... The eighties, eighties and nineties, fucking knew how to promote their shit, man. Like oh, they yeah. were making they like action like as you can see back there like action figures and stuff like that they like he-man was just a cartoon created to sell those toys that were made first it's like they knew what they were doing like they made shit and they were like hey how do we sell this let's make a fucking cartoon man can you imagine a rival town cartoon there you go make a cartoon promote your band that'd be dope do it like do it like the eighties did it. It's just farts the whole time. Good idea, man. Well, so, I mean that's what's going to get us famous, if anything else. So, yeah. far, so is are you trying to make it like you know Terrence and Philip? No, no, that's 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 a different kind. That's a different kind of Canadian yeah. farting humor yeah. that you're oh, looking for. Oh yeah, you need it needs to have you know some slight class to it and a little bit of cunning and you know you got to think. You trying to say about South Park it. doesn't have class and cunning? So are you trying well, to tell me right now? That's not what I'm trying to say at all. <laughs> but I'm trying to say their representation of what Canadians are is incorrect. <laughs> well, yeah. But Obviously. I mean, yeah, of I course. Can see no, that exactly. Your head is connected when you talk. Okay, I see that. <laughs> well, and we got Bryce's fart shit, which is already yeah. Pretty... Bryce's yeah. TikTok is pretty huge. Nice. Who knew that? But anytime you attach Rival Town to it, it gets no views. Yeah. That's the way it goes. The algorithm is messed up, man. That's usually the way it works. <laughs> so speaking of like weird musical tastes and stuff, 
what are your biggest musical guilty pleasures oh man you know chris day bird now that we're getting into like 80s i don't um anyway he did an album called spanish train uh it's got a song called patricia the stripper which was probably my first wet dream experience (laughs) um (laughs) and then they had a song called spanish train and it's all about god and the devil like playing poker for this dude's soul but it is a story i tell you and every time i just get hooked on it okay okay that's my guilty that's i like it i'm in Devin, what's yours i'm i haven't like i'm actually the reason i'm looking at my phone right now is i'm trying to find something in my spotify that i feel guilty about listening to Uh, because i just haven't listened to a lot of music in the last chunk big chunk of years so when i do it's not really i'm trying to think i know i have it i know i have some guilty pleasure shit so so i guess i it doesn't even have to be like a, a guilty pleasure per se like just something that like maybe people wouldn't expect that you'd listen to because like i very openly admit that i fucking think taylor swift is incredible i love her music i'm there it's not yeah. guilty because i don't feel bad about it yeah. yeah no that's it that's yeah that's i mean i guess the most like i really 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 like little simple basic like ambient classical piano okay you know that dude picks up the guitar and it's just like oh sure like just just relaxation kind of music but like again it's not that weird or like a guilty pleasure thing um yeah i don't know like i'm i would if i uh listen to more like i'm sure i would love taylor swift and i probably wouldn't feel (laughs) bad about it um i just i like what i like i don't care yeah. guilty <laughs> I, I do listen i I did i do listen to rival town a lot actually <laughs> like a guilty pleasure yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i, I mean like i wouldn't anybody... i haven't been there since the beginning i haven't been there since the beginning so for me it's a little bit i know. feel like realistically though if you're in a band you listen to yourself way too much like i i feel like that's a pretty across the board being in a band type thing because you're like checking out demos or you're just like man i fucking like this oh man it sounds good and then you li- end up listening one, you burn like, out on a new song most most band people i i'll bet you they're spotify wrapped almost everyone's in their top five is their own fucking band <laughs> yeah it's just what you do and it's okay because it's not like a bad thing, but you know you do. People do. A lot of that is me catching up before we have to jam again. Um, if we've gone a couple months without doing a show, and I know we got jam coming up, then mm-hmm. like uh, Sunday, yeah, then I'll have to start hitting all these songs again. Right, and you got to practice. You know, there's so many different reasons why you, you listen to it. Yeah. No, I got you. I feel that because I I do it too. I'm there. Like I know this because I have this experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we got one more question before we go to a quick break. Um, if you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now, that you wish you knew when you were first starting out, what would it be? Oh, don't release everything you record. Oh shit! 
Go for it. Awesome. It's run and gun. But also, like, well, like, <laughs> the one thing, I worked with a producer um, that was pretty decent guy and, that, like, legit did some really good stuff. And the oh, yeah. they told me that, like, you're ultimately trying to get um, quality over quantity. That's your ultimate goal. But you're going to get there with quantity over quality. That doesn't mean you have to release everything. It just means you got to write. That means you got to play. That means... Mm-hmm. Maybe the song that didn't turn into anything now will turn into something later. Right. Um, so keep your ultimate, you're going to get to that quality with quantity, but do not feel the need to share everything that you're writing or working on with everybody because just get that polished final product. Right. I, I definitely can uh, agree with that. As, uh, like One of the things that I always think is weird is when like people even just like submissions i see it's done a bunch of times but like when somebody will submit like a song that says like the song name and then demo by it it's like well why don't you just wait why don't you just wait till it's done don't definitely you know and especially nowadays you can do so much digitally like it's not like uh 10 grand in a couple days in the studio with the big board like there's the excuses are becoming fewer and fewer for not being able to actually put out a good quality product from your own home. Right. I mean, you know, you can, I, I, I record demos and stuff on my phone. I don't even know what I'm doing, but if you take a little bit of time, you can make it sound passable, like better than a lot of stuff that, you know, people put out and, you know, put your best foot forward. You know, you don't want to, I'll pass it to Russ, but I'll, with that, I want to say Rival Town has never once been in a recording studio. Nice. Good sweat segue, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, uh, well, that first off, that's great advice. And I wish somebody would have told me that a long time ago. <laughs> oh, man, me too, bro. Um, oh, yeah. But um, my, I, my advice would be to not be afraid to reach out network with people and create a community or get involved with you know the music community um Mm -hmm. i for a long time always felt like i you know my my product was never good enough or or whatever and i was always hesitant also i'm 35 and online i don't even know what you know social media stream people or streaming media or people are using you know these days i didn't even say it right that's how you uh, can't even say it bro yeah yeah social media platform that's what i'm trying to say um like i just got a twitter a week ago um you're you're pretty fucking late to the game there homie (laughs) do not that do not that's a bad time to be hopping into twitter sorry i don't want to cut you off but man (laughs) bad bad time to be getting into twitter yeah so i i mean but i've been you know reaching out over the last you know since joining rival town one i feel like I, I love Rival Town's music before I was in the band. So right. for me to be able to be like, yo, come check out my band. <laughs> it's the the hesitancy isn't there for me right now because I, I know the product's good and I'm not mm-hmm. self-doubting my own product, which is always an issue. But just getting out there, reaching out to people and, and understanding what actually what I heard on the, um, was it Keep Your Secrets podcast where they said, you know, uniqueness is a gift that you get to provide to the world because mm-hmm. nobody else can do it. 
I heard that uh, when I was listening through on the podcast and I thought that was great as well. But it's getting out, talking with people, trying to create a community. And do, if you want someone to do something for you, talk about them first. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Both, both great, uh, great, uh, great ideas, great things to, uh, to do. And yeah, there's, there's nothing like just saying like, Hey, what's up? Check out yeah. my band. I mean, that's tens. Well, you, you probably get it a lot. Um, yeah. But I mean, I just as like <laughs> another guy in a band, it usually, usually I'm caught off guard with my family or whatever. So I, I forget about it. Mm-hmm. But if it's a relationship that I've, built with somebody and like a friendship i'm not i'm not gonna forget about it right i feel like that's the the because you know as, as you brought up you know we do get a lot of people just saying like hey check i thought you might like this or yeah check this out i'm like well don't don't just assume you know what i fucking like right <laughs> yeah yeah, like, yeah be like personally i hate i hate when people do that it's like God, it's so like, how cool do you think you are? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. like I right. hate that. It's just yeah. like, I'll listen to you, but be polite, man. Just be like, hey, uh, just I, right up your alley, man. I, yeah, I, I, I really like what you do. It mean a lot if you would just check this out, or just be like, hey, um, I'm just shooting my shot. C- could you check this out? Like, at anything i mean yeah showing showing a little humility a little humanity behind it right yeah i mean like i there is nothing that just uh, will make me just delete a message more than somebody saying like oh yeah get ready next big thing oh yeah can't handle this man you know yeah yeah, this one's a this one's a banger for sure you're gonna fucking love this homie like no don't don't do that like it's 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 rude it's kind of sad it's like don't don't like humility that have humility because like i the people that go in thinking they're the biggest hot shit usually have a pretty poor product small penis yeah i'm i'm that's not what i was going for i'm struggling with that with run because i don't like you can look back at the history of things and like i don't overhype things um but i I want to really hype up run and i'm really excited about run but i i run into that sort of like internal conflict of being like every time like other bands release songs and they go oh you're not this is so crazy you're not ready for this or whatever i'm like but the there's there's ways to do that. Be like, I'm it would be awesome. Like, check this out. I am so proud of this. I think this is one of the best things I've ever done. It would mean so much if you listened to it. You know, yeah. things like that. There's so many different Less ways. Less threatening than saying like, get under your fucking desk. Like you yeah. you can't handle this. Get ready because your world's about to collapse, baby. <laughs> yeah. 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 There, yeah. Well, that's yeah. that Here fine line. The earthquake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. that fine it's line true. between the right. between bragging. It's a fine line between bragging and sharing something that you know you're excited about. Confidence and arrogance, right? Yeah, right. there's always yep. that battle. It's always that battle. Um, if it's genuine, it should come across, and it's and okay, it's, and it's okay to be confident, but yeah. 
have humility, you know? Yes. And at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of people trying to do the thing, right? Like, yeah. I mean, we all started with, we all started with, with nothing at one point. Yeah. I got I mean, an umbilical even, cord and no, and no idea what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even if you're, even if your parents bought everything, bought your sound, bought your instruments, you still started at nothing at one point. Yeah. So. It's a really good point. Actually. Yep. So just, even even if it was bought and paid for, just be proud of it. Right. That's okay. It's okay to yeah. be proud of it. It's okay for somebody to have assisted you. It yeah. you know it doesn't matter. Like you should be proud. You're doing it wrong if you're yeah. not proud of exactly. What you're doing. Um, but just be cool about it, man. Be yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't <laughs> need to be better. Yeah. That's a really good point. Like it can what you do can be great but it doesn't need to put other people's stuff down it doesn't need to be like this is the best thing you're ever going to hear like no it's just i think it's going to be pretty dope because there's somebody out there doing it better no matter what someone's (laughs) doing it better yeah yeah cool on that we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back with our next segment What's up, friends? We're super stoked to tell you that we just partnered with G Fuel. And let me tell you, there is no more pop punk beverage on the market right now than G Fuel. G Fuel keeps you energized, focused, and hydrated. If you go to gfuel.com right now and use code UNSIGNEDPOPPUNK, you're going to save 20% off your entire order. You can get it in the tub form and have 40 freaking servings of flavors like Rick and Morty's Unstable Portal Fluid, which is a delicious strawberry limeade, or get something in the can form like Sonic's Peach Rings or Crash Bandicoot's Wumpa Fruit. Go to gfuel.com and check it out for yourself. Let us know what your favorite flavor is. And once again, don't forget to use our code UNSIGNEDPOPPUNK to save 20%. It's a heck of a deal, man. And we're back. Thanks so back. We're back. Not bank. Thanks. Thanks so much for sticking around, everybody listening. If you've made it this far, uh, you're about to uh, get some food questions asked. We're hopping into our new-ish segment. You know, we're about seven episodes-ish into this season now. So this is the food for thought segment. So I'm going to start out pretty easy here well maybe not so you both have been to it to the states so you probably know a little bit so being from canada obviously you know poutine is one of the most popular dishes around what is another canadian dish that us americans are missing out on um well i know this well i know poutine is often called disco fries because i was able to order it a couple times when i was in new york um, yeah, I mean, we have poutine here too. Like we, I, I've well, I mean, you're in Minnesota. It. It's basically Canada. So right, 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 right. Obviously, um, all dressed chips. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard about yeah. that because of Letterkenny, man. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All dressed exactly. chips. Um, that's about. The, that's probably. Yeah, that's it. I mean, all dressed. That's it. Canadian it ham. So good. <laughs> Canadian bacon. Okay. Well, I mean, we got Canadian bacon. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not the same thing. It's probably not. I've had good. some gnarly like moose jerky, which I don't know if you can get in the U.S. or not. Yeah, um, I mean, probably in Minnesota, but yeah, probably. In Min- but yeah. I've never heard of it. <laughs> but... One of my favorite uh, movies is Five Year Engagement with uh, Jason Segel and Emily Blunt. They move out to Minnesota. I haven't seen it. 
and, looks uh, like he'll have to yeah he was like a record executive in la and they move out to minnesota and he like doesn't know what to do with his life so he just becomes a hunter they're all having dinner at the table and he's like got venison steak and venison gravy and... <laughs> nice so that's i was that post uh how i met your mother then because his character is also from minnesota <laughs> i think or pr- around there like it's a probably post yeah because that show was pretty back there now yeah at this point i think it was i think it was over by 2012 yeah i think the movie's like yeah post then so okay i'll have to i'll have to check it out um let me see what is a must stop restaurant for anyone coming through the toronto area where what's that five guys probably um like five guys burger and fries yeah do you guys have that there yeah (laughs) okay i wasn't sure i wasn't sure if it was a canadian or not um i was gonna say we went to that awesome was it Salad King? We went, uh, we played in Toronto and yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we loaded in and then we went for some, some, uh, some uh, Thai food. Yeah. Pad Thai. Okay. Yeah. Salad yeah, you, King. You, that, can tell, you can tell your wife that you went to Salad King for dinner and it sounds really That's good. right. That's why you got to go there. But really, you can just get some dirty orange chicken and sweet and sour pork and nice that's All smart marketing. it's clever clever marketing right there um, marketing i'm trying to think of like a specific i mean or if that like just the whole that area i mean like i guess like saint saint Catharines or anything anything well, around you guys like in Tor- is... toronto's where the smokes poutinery started isn't it <laughs> smokes poutinery is you can get any kind of poutine you can think of yeah you know, or if you want, if you want to shave steak on it, if you want, you know, um, hot chicken, if you want a chicken like, Caesar poutine, you like know fried I'm chicken. Gonna just, I'm gonna wild card this. Um, I can't tell you Toronto, but if you ever go to Halifax, sure, <laughs> okay, in Nova Scotia, sure, um, you can get um, don't air, like oh, yeah. Yeah, in egg rolls. So they take the doner meat and they roll it up and they fry it like egg rolls, and then you get the doner sauce as dipping sauce. Um, so, then- just so, just so I can make sure that like I'm on the same page. So, like a euro. I'm, I'm pre- yeah, it's like a euro, right? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's like it's very similar, if not the same. Pretty thing. much dead on, same yeah. thing. Yeah. So you get that meat, but it's wrapped up and rolled in, in fried like an egg roll. I want that so it, bad. You dip it in the sauce. Yeah, right that now. is something that <laughs> if you find yourself on the East Coast, most places I went to in Halifax served that. Nice. We do not have any place. I mean, we have a few Euro places here, uh, but n- no Donaire. And I, I only know of that because I watch um, a a like a food challenge eater from Canada, Joel Hansen. He's like one of my favorite. He's probably the person I watch most on YouTube. So he <laughs> he eat like does he like eats like large quantities of food? Yeah, he does. He goes and does food challenges, and he's never yeah. lost. I'm looking at. I did a food challenge once, and I lost triumphantly. This dude, 
he's the like one of the most beautiful people on the planet. He is oh. he is a he's a, actually a model. And uh yeah. No, I'm looking I'm looking this up right now. I see this. I'm all about this. Holy he's, shit. How Holy fuck, it's like the first time I heard the Beatles, man. <laughs> if if you like watching food challenges, yeah. Oh. Mm. Look at this dude. How does oh. Joel Hansen. Yeah. Tonight freaking watch it like pull up some some joel hansen it will blow your damn mind two of the cheeseburgers i couldn't eat one of so yeah yeah. so many times he'll just double like whatever the challenge is because it's not enough yeah yeah i just seen that because i was like that 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 hamburger was a challenge in itself and he definitely ate two of them i'm pretty sure the one that i saw where he almost lost was he doubled an eight pound challenge, and so he ate sixteen pounds? Wow. <laughs> Dude is a yeah. beast. I tried That's to eat crazy. a five pound burger once, and I didn't get through one full pound of it. Five five pounds. That man can do it in like five minutes. We in the time we've already been talking about him, he would have. Put that it would already be done, yeah. but. Yeah. uh Wow. I was watching his, I was watching one of his videos. This is my side rant now. And he uh <clears throat> um at the end he was like, Hey, if you want like if you want an autograph or anything like that, you know, just like PayPal me five bucks and I'll like mail you a picture. So I have an autographed picture and like he him behind up. you? No, it's oh, it's man. it's in my house because my wife also loves him. Well, I'm not surprised about uh, that. Yeah, I know. Well, what I usually watch Joel Hansen videos before I go to bed because they're not he is very soothing. Like just he's not fast talking or anything. He's just got a very soothing voice and it's just he's just wild. He's a wild man. Yeah, I can see that. You'll have to check it out and then let me know what you think. <laughs> okay. We got one more food for thought question. This one's not about Joel Hansen. What is the weirdest food concoction that you've ever made? Weirdest food concoction. Yeah, you know, like I'm a really food. big fan of um, you know, at our Tim Hortons, we go and you get a sour cream glazed donut Mm -hmm. and then you slice it in half like a bagel Mm -hmm. and you smear some peanut butter on that bitch okay down the hatch that sounds like it's not a lot ever made no no it doesn't sound like a lot but (laughs) that is the one that throws everybody for some reason okay sure and i don't know i don't know why it does but maybe it's the like sweet and sour or the you know I don't know the sour cream glazed with peanut butter. I think people just get weirded about that idea. Sure. I don't think it's the weirdest ever because, like, I'm sure when I was a kid, yeah, really, really got into it, and that's what I'm trying to think about now. Like, I know there was a couple of like marshmallows and chocolate chips and oh maybe sure mm-hmm. Cheerios or. Or something like that. Um, The the first thing I always think of is there's a movie called Little Monsters from the 80s with Howie Mandel and Fred mm -hmm, Savage. mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. in that movie, 
he makes a peanut butter and onion sandwich. Yeah. And yeah. when I was a kid, I always wanted my she she my mom made it for me multiple times because every mm-hmm. time I watched the movie, I asked for it, and it was fucking gross every time. Every time it was gross, <laughs> but I still asked for it. I still wanted it. My dad always did peanut butter and sardine sandwiches. Oh, that's awful. That's uh, he did do the peanut butter onion. and onion too. But usually, I mean, I don't know. Mixing food really isn't that weird. I like to do, you know, like the leftover omelets or whatever. Just whatever's left over in the fridge. If I can get it into some sort of casserole or like that's fried so up egg, whatever. <laughs> if I can eat it in a giant steel bowl with a big spoon, I'm game. Let's go. All right, Jared. Our keyboard player loves to eat uh, peanut butter and pepperoni. Okay. I, so, like, I've never heard him, of that. Both him and I, I will mash peanut butter out of the jar, but he'll do that and eat pepperoni, lunch meat, deli cuts. Um, have you ever had peanut butter on a hamburger? Like a, Have you tried no, one of those before? Hearing it's Dude. fucking nuts, like these Reese peanut butter. Oh, yeah, burgers. I did do that. Yeah. Peanut yeah, butter bacon burger. It Oof. It's crazy good. My brother did it once, and I was like, dude, that's like the most messed up thing I've ever heard. No. And then he got it, and I was like, all right, let me try a bite. And he's like, no, he wouldn't let me. So then we had to go back like a week later, and then I got it. And it was it was surprisingly good. It is so it's so much better than you think it's gonna be. You're like, oh, that's gross, but it's fucking great they're basically my two favorite things like peanut butter and burgers like those yeah. are basic <laughs> i don't yeah. see how, how that would be bad i did i don't know if it's the weirdest thing i ever made but i did you know um maybe eat more edibles than i should have had yeah. um, a couple months back and i didn't have what i needed to make the nachos i wanted but i certainly did try um, <laughs> which involved uh, sun chips. Do you guys have sun chips? Yep. Yeah, we got yeah. sun chips. So it involved like the harvest cheddar sun chips, mm-hmm. um, some cut up deli ham, okay. uh, shredded Parmesan cheese. Um, it was just so much salt. It was such an I'll unbelievable bet. amount of salt. It was unedible, but I tried. I tried. I really wanted nachos and it was way too late to eat anything, so understandable um, I, I think there there were other things on there too that just made it even worse but those are the, <laughs> all you need to really know sometimes though when you're in that in that place man you're yeah. just like i'll fucking try this <laughs> man the only way you know if it's bad or not is to try it and the right. only way that you can appreciate the good is to know the bad so absolutely you're gonna make awesome nachos one night, and they're gonna be even better because well, you tried something weird. It's bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is it for our food for thought segment. We got one more segment. This is our rapid fire questions. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. You're just gonna just gonna speak from the heart, shoot from the hip. I'm going to shoot uh, from the heart and speak from the hip. What? Shoot from the heart and speak from the hip? You could. I'm going to do that. I'm going to try that. Okay, cool. I I think you got it. Um, But this is, you know, bands break up over this. You guys got to be careful. This is, this, this, this gets a little intense sometimes. 
all right, all right, all right. I that's never actually happened, but I hope someday it, down the someday down the road somebody tells me is like, you know what, we went on your podcast. Ben fucking broke up after that. I was hoping this was <laughs> gonna be my easy way out. <laughs> we actually I'm not I'm not gonna name names but there was a band that uh, that was on our podcast that broke up the week before we were airing their their podcast and it was like awesome and then they didn't help us <laughs> like do any promotion they like ghosted us they're like oh sorry we broke up like not gonna oh. name names jeff yeah <laughs> fucking jeff <laughs> um so i think most of these should be pretty good um I think you I think you have any of these either ors you guys have so I mean, we we should be good. Um Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow? Mountain Dew. Mellow Yellow. Oh. That's it. Russ, you out. No, that's all right. <laughs> There's just more Mountain Dew for me. Oh, whatever. That's Me- Mellow Yellow is right up there with Surge. Like I'm Dude. not no, well, I can there's get... a difference between Surge and Mountain Dew or Meliel. Surge no, is its but I mean, own. I've, yeah, like, I love me some Mountain Dew, but as soon as you said, when you said Mountain Dew, I'm like, no fucking way. And then Mellow Yellow, that's like the only fucking thing that beats it. That's it. I think, yeah, I mean, it. it, like, cause I'm too old to not drink like the, like the zero sugar shit at this point, Wait. but but like, if they made a zero sugar fucking surge, oh! Do y'all still have Mellow Yellow? Yeah, we got Mellow Yellow. Holy fuck! That was like a short term thing in Canada, but it was. It was. Oh, maybe that's, that's why. That's why hard. I said. That's why I said Mountain Dew because I don't want to have to cross the border to get it. Yeah. Oh really? See, Mellow Yellow has always been here. Mel- so yeah. Mountain Dew is made by Pepsi, and Mellow Yellow is Coke. It's just. Yeah. It's just the different brands. No, uh, we got it in Canada short term. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, weird. I think I'm just, I think I'm nostalgic for it, but I'm still going to keep it number one. I think the sure. first time I had Mellow Yellow was in Jamestown, North Dakota. Okay. I See, like, I, I, I used to drink more Mellow Yellow when I was a kid because it was cheaper. Because we always like Coke was all, or like the Coke brand was always cheaper <laughs> than the Pepsi brand. Always. Especially, well, around that time too, we're getting yeah. into that. I, well, I, I drank Kool-Aid. So. I mean, I drank Kool-Aid, too. This is <laughs> sugar. I drank so much Kool-Aid. It was ridiculous. Dude, <laughs> shit. All right. This is supposed to be way faster. Okay. Horror, yeah, okay. <laughs> horror or comedy movies? Comedy. Comedy, 100%. Oh, no, no doubt. This isn't an either or, but do either of you actually still listen to the radio? No. No. Yeah, I I have been a lot more, a little bit more lately, but it's only when my Bluetooth shit's not working. Well, that yeah, I'll listen to it if I have no other option. Right. I have a thing that drives people nuts. I won't try not to derail this. I don't <laughs> listen to the radio, uh, which I would do in the car. I don't listen to anything in the car unless I'm oh. on a long, long, long trip. I hate listening to music. I hate the radio in the car. I like to just, I'm fucking driving, man. I got to focus. Oof. You're going uh, in the I, trailer on tour. 
<laughs> I, I do. No, hey, man, if you're driving and music on, that's fine. But if I'm driving, I'm the guy, like, if it's on, I'm turning it down when I got to get to the offering. I got to think, man. I got to focus. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I got you. I get I got you too into the shit that I'm listening I, to. Like, I I'm, do. I'm piloting a 5,000 pound death machine. I need to be focused. I do like sometimes to just have nothing on and just silence because most of the day isn't silence. So yeah. it's just fucking nice sometimes to just oh, yeah. just drive and not have to have something in your ears. But only sometimes. Nice to just think about how much you hate yourself sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, you got to get you got to get through that. You know, you got to work through that right now. That's when you put no doubt on because <laughs> you cannot be mad ever listening to Tragic yeah. Kingdom. Walking in the spider webs, man. Try it, I dare you. <laughs> okay, we're gonna get back on track. Let's go. Yes, we, got, we can do Cartoon this. Network or Nickelodeon. Cartoon Network. YTV. I what's YTV? It was <laughs> Nickelodeon. Um, so I threw a variable there. Um, but if, if I had to go with a Cartoon Network, Cartoon okay. Network. Okay. Thin crust or regular crust pizza. Regular crust, crust for red sauce, thin crust for white. Never thin crust, unless it's the only option. <laughs> Fair. Never. Yeah, because, I mean, it's still fucking pizza, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. But it, it's the, oh, yeah. Unless it's the only option, and I'm still going to have pizza, but you... Yeah. If you're you still going to eat pizza. Yeah, dude, that's half the fucking pizza right there. I think now I think this is the this one is the most important question of the whole entire podcast. Lindsay Lohan or Tara Reed? Tara Reed. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Jeez, I just I, can't I just can't uh, get past Lindsay Lohan was 14, you know, so I, Tara Reed my first time I saw her was not. So that's why okay, my way to make me Reed. look like a fucking weirdo, right? <laughs> cool, man. Thanks. Thanks for that. I, I'm pretty sure they're the same age. Yeah, but not when I first saw them. Or roughly. For me personally. Oh, right, well, okay. that's a you thing. Yeah, that's your problem, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, 100%. Lindsay Lohan, like, 14 out of 10 times over Tara Reid. I mean, they're, I think they're both pretty awesome, and they both... Whoa, we lost one. Well, that's no knock on Tara Reid. That's He's just... like, that's it. You don't like Tara Reid? Oh, dude, we pissed, we pissed Russ Austin. <laughs> I'm <laughs> out of here, guys. <laughs> that's good, man. So, you know, Lindsay Lohan, you know? Yeah. Low, <laughs> low, low with the flow, man. <laughs> well, um, shit, is he coming back? There he is. Hey! Where'd you go? Did you get pissed about the Tara Reid really thing? Really bugging with that Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> That's how I thought it was funny. My computer just started dying. It is like it's like goodbye. Yeah, and it was like I, I was laughing about the fourteen out of ten comment. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said. You left him like, man, we really hit a nerve with that. Yeah, he's <laughs> pissed him off. He's like, that's yeah. it, Tara Reid. You guys you don't like it. I'm out of here. You showed your allegiance to Tara Reid. <laughs> American Pie, don't get me wrong, but oh, I mean, classic. On, it's, it's, but so is Mean Girls, man. Oh, it's so Lindsay good. Lohan, man. Like you can't. All right, <laughs> we got two more. Newfound right. Glory or MXPX? Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory. Both are great as well. Now this last one, I don't know if you have uh, in Canada. So if not. 
then this will be really quick. Um, That's what can you mind. sing for us the O'Reilly Auto Parts? Oh, 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 O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You got a lot of American commercials, uh, but I had no clue. Uh, (laughs) Russ was the dude for that. Nice. I did. When I was a kid, it was like TV shows. I didn't care. Commercials, I was zoned in. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a jingle. I like jingles. I like advertising. It's, I'm like, so okay, well, a, if you, if you're into it, I'm gonna ask you last season's question to see if you've got this. If you yeah, if you are yeah. zoned in to commercials, not look bad. What do can you sing the jingle for Bagel Bites? No, I don't think I've ever heard that. Do you know what? Do you guys have Bagel Bites? Yeah. No, we we can have a we um, we might maybe. I don't think I'm, sure, I'm sure it's a bites, Canadian though. thing, like. They're yeah, little, they're little like pizza bagels. Yeah, that's frozen. what they're called here in Canada. Is pizza bagels. Yeah, oh. they're called. They're just called. They're going to be called something else here. Oh, they're called here. They're called bagel bites. Yeah. Uh, can you sing it? Sure. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. There you go. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard. I that. think I have heard that thing. now too. Yeah. That's that's like that's a deep dive though. Like that yeah. is that's a that's some nineties shit right there. That's that's a B side. Yeah. We had I had to switch it up to like something that, <laughs> that wasn't so <laughs> difficult. Because we did like what was it, like forty some episodes, I think. And I would say less like maybe like seven people knew it. Oh jeez. That's a bad number. That's part of those like golden age of commercials, so like the Pop Tarts commercials. The, True, but the, the thing is, the bam. Do you guys have those Pop Tarts commercials? I'm not sure. What just, was it? When this is all done, just Google Pop Tarts bam. Okay, and you'll, you'll see everything I'm talking about. All right, all right. right. <laughs> yeah. So once I once I would sing the Bagel Bites jingle, though, I would say almost everybody knew it and they like it unlocked something but yeah. like not very many people were able to like just pull it out yeah it's, it's like, like you're in that childhood cartoon you didn't know existed and then you hear the theme song <laughs> right and you're like oh shit i remember this yeah like street sharks oh dude i street sharks is the shit love that show. biker, oh, biker mice from mars mm-hmm. that's a good one too can't go oh. wrong oh. absolutely but oh, you guys awesome. you did it you finished the podcast. Now's your chance. Let everybody know what you got going on, where they can find you. What's next for Rival Town? Russ, this well, is you. What's me, you said? Yeah. Uh, I, was pre- I was pretending I froze. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find us. <laughs> uh, but you website. gotta be like freeze and then unfreeze a little bit. You're like. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Rivaltown.band. That's our new website. You can find basically everything there. Um, on Instagram, it's Rivaltown Band. Band, yep. And on uh, Facebook, it's uh, Rivaltown, right? One thing, actually, I guess, I, like that I've, we've been around, we have enough like time in the search engines. Um, 
that I've been Ooh. telling people that I really like. No, like Google Rival Town. Just go to Google, type in Rival Town. You'll get it all. Our pictures. Yeah, will you'll find up. it. Spotify yep. will pop up. We're not that big, but we're around long enough now that you can literally just type in Rival Town in Google, and you will get all of it. There you go. Yeah, and uh, and then a couple of cool uh, Spotify playlists like Pop Punk 2023. A uh, couple other ones on there, but. Just trying to reach out, and you'll also probably see us in a bunch of podcasts coming up, too. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah. Russ, Devin, thanks so much for hanging out and, and chatting yeah, with me. It was a lot thanks of fun. Thanks for doing what you do, man. Hey, it's my pleasure. I, That's good. I, I enjoyed it. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So Excellent. It was a lot Thank of fun you. here, too, so I had Heck a blast. Yeah. Well, if you guys ever coming through uh, Minnesota, Hit this, hit this fellow up. Let me know. I'll come down to Duluth. I'll come see you. There you go. There you go. And then look up that Joel Hansen. You let me. You let me know how impressive that is. All right. <laughs> Dude, I already know. Dude, you, you don't yet. You don't. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. Now we're gonna dive into the UPP news. Thanks for staying with the show this long. Now let's talk about what's going on in the world of unsigned pop punk. Once again, as we say every time, we want to hear from you. What was your favorite part of today's show, this week's show? What are your thoughts on this week's topics? Do you have any stories of your own to share involving this week's guests? Because we want to hear it. We want to hear from you. And the easiest way to do that, join us on our Discord uh, where we can chat in great length and not bother anybody because everybody's there for the same purpose but join our discord uh we've got a whole bunch of different stuff set up there you can promote your band you can meet other bands and like and hang out with our community it's a great place to meet new people promote your band and uh just overall have a good time um <clears throat> you can join our discord at discord.gg in cap slash capital K Y R Q C three T R lowercase a F. Hopefully, sometime soon, we'll be able to have a we'll we'll be getting our own custom URL with that. But until then, we got this. Uh, we also have started a series that we that we're we're going to be doing. We're starting the the first episode should be in March. It's going to be it's a podcast special called the Showcase. The Showcase is an hour long interview show uh, for up and coming bands that have newly formed. Each episode will have six bands per episode getting a ten minute interview to promote themselves. This is a show every band can submit to so if that is something that you would like to be a part of please head over to unsidepopuck.com and fill out our submission form under the podcast tab uh we're also starting work for this year's punk rock flea market we can't express how excited we are for that Uh, more will be announced with that in the coming weeks and months Uh, We're also planning out the rest of this year's festivals that we're hoping to be at. So keep an eye out for that as well. We're looking to hopefully be able to be at So What Fest again, Four Chord Festival, and maybe even branching out to uh, Camp Punksylvania 
Riot Fest and Furnace Fest. So let's hope and hopefully we'll see you there. Uh, in Twitch news, we have our new show that is pretty recently started called New Music Friday on Tuesday. Every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, you can hang out with Gibby as we, he goes through this um goes through our play our new music friday playlist uh and listens and reviews all the music that had came out that friday um and every thursday we have the super awesome music video show at 7 p.m central standard time so if you are missing the days when mtv vh1 fuse much music all of those actually played music videos well we're bringing that back, baby. It's called the Super Awesome Music Video Show every Thursday. Hour-long show with music videos from some of the best up-and-coming bands in the scene today. So you can watch that on our Twitch channel. And that is twitch.tv slash unsignedpoppunk. Again, that's twitch.tv slash unsignedpoppunk. And that's the way the news goes. Thank you again to rival town for hanging out with us today and we'll see you all next week thank you so much for checking out the show please hit that like subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode and thank you so much to those of you who already are check us out on spotify apple Podcasts, youtube or anywhere else you stream your podcasts if you're in the position to help us grow and like behind the scenes access and exclusive shows Head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsignedpoppunk. Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.